<laughs> yeah, good point. And that's it, the theme. Now playing. Why so God damn it, how long is it going to get? What is the matrix? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, what's in the box? Did you know if you talk over this much, you that um, doesn't record anything? Every time. Every time we do this. <laughs> I, might, I did get caught the first time. You talking to me? Movie reviews in 20 cues. I'm having an affair. Hello, good people, and welcome to the podcast, Movie Reviews in 20 Cues, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. I am your host, Sam Hurley, and as you can tell by some of those imitations, I am joined by one of the usuals, Machu. How are you, Machu? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. We, um, not as drunk as last time, but getting there. Good. Good. That's what I want to hear. Start downing some of those drinks, boy. Yeah. I can, I can almost spell respect tonight, so... We'll... <laughs> I fucking doubt that. <laughs> and we said last week he was going to be making his triumphant return, and Machu kind of didn't believe it, didn't think it would be triumphant, but he's back anyway. It's Dory. How are you, Dory? Dude, back by unpopular demand. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> making an untriumphant return. Oh, man. See, it's, it's all low. It's only up from here, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly, exactly. Now, Dory, th- this is kind of funny because we basically started palling around and talking about different uh, football movies because you love football. I love American football. Love it. And, you know, like there was a couple of options we threw out there, you know, any given Sunday or Friday night lights. We are Marshall. Remember the Titans. What else am I thinking of? Blind side. The blind side, the replacements, all of that. Throw out all of those options out and fucking dum dum over here picked this one, didn't he? <laughs> this is, yeah, I don't want to get into my controversial opinion, but this is one of the greatest NFL films you'll ever see. Ooh. Ooh. Ask a hundred people and Family Feud, and this is going to come up top of the top of the charts easily. <laughs> One of the greatest NFL films ever, despite not featuring a single player from the NFL. Oh no, wait, there are there, are, there is a player from the NFL, despite not featuring any teams from the NFL. The Mud Dogs, the Mud Dogs are up there. Yeah, the Cougars. Yeah, I've seen the Cougars play. San Diego sure, Cougars. Yeah, the Mud Dogs are in the Big Ten, I think. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, as you guys can see by the name of the podcast, we are doing the film The Waterboy. Came out in 1998, starring Adam Sandler as Bobby Boucher, Kathy Bates as Mama Boucher, Henry Winkler as Coach Klein, Fariza Bolk as Vicky Valancourt, and Jerry Reed as Red Ballyu. Directed by Frank Correcci and written by Tim Herley and Adam Sandler. Had a budget of $23 million, had a box office of $185 million worldwide. It was the highest grossing American football film until The Blind Side. Family feud, tell you right now. (laughs) Uh, I'll get to this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, what we do on this podcast now is if you haven't seen the film The Waterboy and you still want to listen along, uh, one of us is going to hit you with a plot, and it's whoever's watched it the most recently. So, I watched it over a week ago. Yeah, I I watched it Monday. I watched it on Tuesday. <laughs> Honesty. Oh, what an honest man you are, Dory. Was Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, "Fuck!" I did watch it this week. <laughs> Fuck. So, what is the plot of the film The Waterboy? There, Dory. Uh, the plot. We have Bobby Boucher, who is basically an isolated, homeschooled, thirty-one-year-old, whose job is to supply football, college football teams with water. Uh, he gets sacked from his team and moves to Louisiana's Mud Dogs, who must be his local team. And after getting picked on a little bit, he shows some football prowess. And that's noticed by the coaches, and he becomes a star for their team. The end. <laughs> the end. That's all that happens. <laughs> yeah. 
Pretty much. I mean, most people have seen The Waterboy. I mean, yeah, as we've mentioned, it's one of the most successful football films of all time. Uh, looking at the scores for this film, IMDb have it at 6.1 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes at 33%, and Metacritic at 41%. Normally, we hit you with our scores now as well, but we've mixed it up. We now give them after our first question, which is a compliment sandwich. But before we get into that, if you haven't heard this podcast before, we do 10 questions that can be applied to any film. We then move into three personal questions each and then finish on a listener question. And yeah, as I said, the one we always start with is a compliment sandwich. One from good, one from bad, one from good. Unless you want to give it a score under 5,000 there, Dory. Who's going to lead us off this week? No, not at all. No, uh, yes. when, when I first watched this movie, I was I figured out I was 12. I went to the movies and saw this. And Holy shit. I rated it. Like At the time, I thought it was hilarious. Rewatching it, I still smiled. I, yes. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't like vocally break into laughter at any point, but... I still was just grinning. Just it's, it's a good movie. It's happy. It's yeah. like a fart. When you're young, you laugh your head off, but yeah. now you just still you still throw out a smile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's pretty much my first good thing. Is it's a feel good movie. Yeah, like I I don't know. Maybe I've got dark in my old age, and I watch a lot of twisted. You know, is it something that's going to shock me. Home porns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> and this was just a nice refresh of like just adolescent humor. So that was a good thing. Bad thing, Adam Sandler has not aged well. Like his not humor at all. It's not 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 physically, just his humor. Like it's just look at it now, it's just like yeah, I've seen that in every other Adam Sandler movie. It's just very one dimensional. Yeah. Last good thing. Um I did struggle on this. <laughs> uh, you sure you want to give it very strong woman characters. Women okay. women dominate this movie in terms of everyone is scared of a certain whether it be Mama or Vicky Valancourt or whoever else, this is a good girl power movie in a way. Much you shaking his head. <laughs> girl power. That's, I don't think I'd ever heard the, the water boy being named in the same sentence, but I guess my first good thing, Sam, by the way, my first good thing is... Um, oh, you're compliment sandwiching as well. Yeah. It's, I mean, all Adam Sandler movies are fun. This, this is at the, I think this is at the peak of his powers, um, around about that time. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, or maybe it was a few years between. Uh, yeah, wedding, <laughs> really wedding Singer came out the same year. Yeah, Wedding Singer the same year. Billy Madison, 94, uh, Happy Gilmore, 96. So this is one of his better ones before he started to middle. I don't think he ever... Um, to all you listeners out there, I don't think he ever hit flat bo- rock bottom. <laughs> have you just seen middled. Jack and Jill? He's just middled. Have you seen Jack and Jill? <laughs> you don't think he's ever bottomed? Hey, I, I've also watched Arnie get pregnant, so, you know, That's I don't... That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it's fun, and it mixes a few good themes, like it's a hilarious satire, but then when you get, it gets serious, it's a bit of a love story, there's a bit of drama, there's a bit of action. What, what I don't <laughs> like... I, anyway, I, continue. I don't know. He, sometimes he just forces his friends into the film, and like Rob Schneider is quite funny. But I just always thought it was weird. Rob like, Schneider's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go, okay. You can do it. You can do it. That's the hill you want to die on. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's that's the. It's just weird. It's not a bad. Or it is a bad thing, I suppose. It's but it's just weird. And I just love sports movies. My last thing about this one, it's a sports movie where the underdog goes through some trials and tribulations, comes out on top. Jeez, I love a good sports movie. Young um, dog, mud dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll save our scores till after I do my shit sandwich. No, uh, not, this not this week. Not this week. 
Oh, not this week? No, nah, not this week. You're nah. into it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. First good thing. Similar to you, Dora, I remember watching this about a thousand times when I was younger and thinking this was like the height of comedy. And as you get older, you suddenly realize, oh, no, wait, no, it's, fucking, it's nowhere near that. Like, we're talking about the peak of Adam Sandler. Like, Adam Sandler's peak is a very low peak compared to some of the other mountains that comedians have climbed. Uh, that being said, like, it's fun. Like, it skips along at a good pace. You know, it's only 90 minutes long. That's the perfect amount of time for a movie like this. Yep. You know, it's easy. You sit down, you watch it, you walk away, you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Bad thing is, I mean, the converse of that, there's nothing there, you know. (laughs) (laughs) No. There's there's a love story. Do you not hear me? The love story, Uh, drama, action. As as an adult, the glaring holes in this uh, (laughs) become very apparent. Yeah, exactly. You scratch away the surface, there's nothing but nothing. You don't buy the love story? What? There was a love story? (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Yeah, and then the final good thing, um, most of it sort of take it or leave it, but there are there are funny parts. I'm struggling. Let's just fucking give our scores. <laughs> okay. Out of uh, 10,000 litres of Gatorade. I gave this 8,150 litres of Gatorade. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, it's good. I love it. I, I enjoy it. Watch it. That's why I said, I that's why I picked this film. 8,000? 8,000. It's a good movie. I'd watch it again, and I watched it again on Monday, and then Wednesday. No. <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, you're kidding. I watched half of it on Monday. I didn't oh, watch the other oh. half. What the fuck planet are we living on? Okay, Dory, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to give it 6,423 litres of Gatorade. It is a good movie, but it's one of those ones, I think, once you've watched it once, that's probably enough times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're being generous. I mean, as, as much as I am being positive about this, I'm about the same. 6,000? Like 6,002? Like just over a six? You know, like it's it does a reasonable enough job. We'll discuss that a little bit more by getting into the rest of our questions. First up is a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of Julio of the Contrarians podcast. Podcast in which they rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. So, for instance, for this one, given that the Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes scores were pretty damn low, they would argue for why this is an awesome film. But, uh, yeah, what's this question there, Dory? What is your most controversial opinion about this film? Best American football film ever. Who's seen a powerbomb in the middle of a football game? That was awesome. You know why you haven't fucking seen a powerbomb in the middle of a football game, don't you? Because they're fucking illegal. And we don't have to see all the drugs and the knee problems and the knockouts. It's just all about big hits. And that's it. That's what, That's all you want to see in an NFL film. I've got an NFL purist sitting right to my left that's <laughs> staring daggers at you at the moment. I'm loving this. You see powerbombs in, yeah. in football all the time, man. Dude, you see people get blown up in big ways. Like way better than Adam Sandler could. <laughs> do. You see players getting blown much. You heard that. You see players getting blown. My controversial opinion is that the, the bad guys should have won. I just, I don't like. What? You're talking about how this is like one of the best like football films. You probably ever. laughed when Bambi got shot too, mate. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> but um, like you're talking about how this is one of the best football films ever, and I'll, I'll let Dory explain this a little bit longer and or in more detail. But like, there's no way that this team should have won just because they've got one star player on their team. It's a team fucking sport. Have man. you heard of Jonah Lomu? <laughs> yeah, he was in the All Blacks. Yeah, he was in the All Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of Jeff Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> The entire team was sticks. Heard of fucking Zinzanbrook? Heard of Josh Cornfell? Have you heard of Michael Jordan? Have you heard of Michael Jordan, everybody? Heard Everyone's Pippen, heard of Michael heard Jordan. Of Dennis Rodman. No one heard of those guys after Michael Jordan left the team, they did they? <laughs> oh, dude, we hear about Dennis Rodman all the time. Exactly. Hookers, I didn't even know he was a basketball player. I just thought he wore dresses. And I, I thought he hung out with Kim Jong. I thought he was just his mate. <laughs> yeah. Party with Carmen Electro. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, lucky oh. man. Nineties car media literature. <laughs> Holy shit! What about you, Dory? What's your most controversial opinion? Uh, my controversial opinion is this: is not a football movie. Yes. <laughs> much like yes! much like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes. This is not a football movie. It could have been ice hockey. It could have been any sport, lacrosse, whatever, baseball. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's there was nothing really about football. I've got uh, issues with his positioning. <laughs> they put him at middle linebacker. Middle linebacker's got to cover. Like he's got to actually run and chase receivers. Not if he's it's, sacking the fullback, uh, the the quarterback. But you just put you just put two players on him and then throw it to the guys that he should be covering. He just, mm. <laughs> before he gets there, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Also, middle linebacker's got to basically run the defense. He's the guy who's got a mic to the coaches and basically hears the instructions and passes it on to everyone. Whereas Bobby's just fucking one-dimensional. Like, he doesn't even know what third and ten means. He should at least be an edge rusher where their job is to just rush the quarterback. Mm. Makes sense. Absolutely makes sense. Anywho, that moves us over to question number three. What is it there, Machu? What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film? Are we ever going to see another, like, decent Adam Sandler movie? Like, Adam Sandler comedy. And, like, a lot of people love Uncut Gems. I've got a little bit to say about that later. But, like, another little, like, decent Adam Sandler comedy. Because, like, you guys are right. Like, this was the peak of his comedic prowess. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, this. You know, went off the rails a bit with Little Nicky. I actually like that movie a lot more than I'd, I can care to admit over the internet. <laughs> oh, Wedding Singer as well. Like, he hit his peak around this time. And I'm just wondering if he's got one, one last hit out in him. I think he needs to go back to sports. Like he, he did um, Happy Gilmore and he did, that was a hit. He did this one, um, a, a classic American football film. He went back to uh, American football and did The Longest Yard. Oh, That's yeah, correct. that wasn't yeah. that bad. That was not, not a bad. It was, it's a hit, mate. It's a, look it up. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Remember, kids, don't smoke crack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You guys have watched it, right? <laughs> what do you got, Dory? What was <laughs> my deep philosophical debate that arose in me from this film was can you be overmothered? Like, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything right now. No, yeah, Sigmund okay. Freud. I, I'm looking at both I'm this. looking at both of you <laughs> as as direct results of Excess lovering. There's a reason that you guys can't actually do washing and fold clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the catch. Bobby is a great guy. Like, he has been mothered to hell. And when he finally does get free in the world, he's polite. He's lovely to everyone, even though he gets picked on all the time. Great values. And that's why people end up loving him. I can relate to Bobby because his head is just full of false facts. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the devil. And my mum used to pull that shit on me all the time. I can remember going to my mum's house and I was like, Hey, mum, that's a bus stop right outside your house. You said you had to walk five kilometres in the snow to the bus stop. But, hey, look at it. It's right outside your old house. That's bullshit. And, hey, I can see the school. That's <laughs> yeah. no only 100 on metres down the road. <laughs> yeah. No coach in the middle of winter. <laughs> Turns out when I crossed the road, mum, I didn't die. <laughs> If you cross the road, you're going to die. I used to love those ones, eh? Like they used to cut 10 tons of bloody firewood with nothing but a butter knife. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't do drugs. Hey, that's funny. What are these drugs? Yeah. <laughs> Stay out of my drugs. <laughs> I found your journal where you said you went on the tour of Led Zeppelin for three months and took me to LSD. What was all that about, Mum? Mums are just into scaremongering, eh? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Like that's all she's doing. But that just... shit sits in your brain, and you, you end up you end up talking to your mates, and you're like, no, this is how it is, and they're yeah, like, yeah. you are so dumb. Abu dumb girl. Well, what's the, what's the Colonel Sanders reference? The um... oh, the Mundula Abrangada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom said uh, alligators ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess uh, my deep philosophical debate was: Are these guys the richest swamp dwellers of all time? Like Adam Sandler walks around with uh, pretty much dry clean suits all day, and they drive around in a in a tractor that can't be cheap on petrol. <laughs> a lawnmower. A lawnmower. Yeah, a lawnmower. Yeah, it's got the that fan. Uh, boat, and they're always having dining out and feast on crocodiles. And I don't know if you've ever had crocodile before, but you only get it at fancy restaurants. A- alligator, alligator, I sorry, yeah, alligator. <laughs> You're forgetting like snake and like what was the other one? Squirrel. That Squirrel. Getting... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they're just quite resourceful people. The uh, Louisiana swamp people. Um, <laughs> they, uh, you know, it doesn't need to be flash, but it just needs to be functional. Vicky Valentine's got her own Ferrari there, Jeeves. These guys are rich. She she admits to stealing that. You know that <laughs> <laughs> from from Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. From LT. <laughs> yeah. Go the New York Giants. Anywho, that moves us over to question number four, which is also a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of the amazing man that is Dave Baker. Dave has his own Patreon at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. On it, he posts a ton of awesome content. You guys should all go check out. There is a link in the show notes. And what Dave would like to know is which two characters from this film would you want with you at, your, at a house party? And I'm going to be honest this week, Dave, slim pickings, me, mate. Slim pickings. <laughs> Slim Pickens. What about that girl who asked him how he was going and he said he'd been hanging out with his mum, what, what he was into? Oh, yeah. He said, are you, so you, are you seeing anyone? He said, I'm seeing two girls. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I see guys too. I was with yeah. my mum. I was with my mum and the um, coach. coach, coach right. was like, That's a girl that you want at your party. That girl was freaky. Yeah. Um, and then Farmer Friend, he likes to party. <laughs> you can't leave him alone. You can't leave him alone. He he would spark up a party and you need a party starter. I think he grabs a boob at some point in the movie too. <laughs> His own, I think. <laughs> no, no, Vicky Valencourt's when she's doing the speech outside the oh, hospital. No, 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 that's um, Clint Howard. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. Ron Howard's brother, like the real weird looking guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am not what you call an attractive looking man. <laughs> <laughs> I was not blessed with brains or anything. My parents were told I was <laughs> and they kicked me in the head <laughs> and named me Sam Hurley. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Eat a dick. What about you, Dory? Uh, also went for Farmer Fran. Uh, ah, just, party starter. I think the drunk he got, the better you could understand him. Oh, he's yeah, like, shit, he's that yeah. guy that's just like, <laughs> and then after a few beers, he's like, hey, man. <laughs> that's exactly it. would translate out. <laughs> you just like get in the zone and you'd I'm fully 12 understand. It. deep and we're having a pretty intense conversation. He might even sound posh like you do. <laughs> also, uh, Crazy Eyes Guy, the guy on his team that's like oh, really? got the wonky eyes. Like, he's actually the biggest GC in that whole movie. And GC for you don't know that. Good. Good cunt, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> he just always seems happy. You don't know where the fuck he's looking. Like He's at all the parties. He seems popular. Yeah, yeah. He's like one of the first, I mean, aside from the kicker, he's one of the first guys to actually sort of accept him into the team. Yeah, he sends the olive branch pretty early. Yeah. Speaking about the kicker, that was one that I wanted at the party. He, he just seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Everyone else is being a, like absolute cockhead to poor little Bobby, and he's just like a genuinely nice dude. Y- you know why? Got no mates. No, he's a kicker. Kickers aren't actual people. That <laughs> <laughs> no, becomes a controversial opinion. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. Like, they just have the one bar, eh? 
Don't like, even bring a helmet. Let's like, be honest. Dude, kickers aren't actually people. Like, watch the actual real game. Like, if you miss two kicks in a game, you'll get cut the next week. <laughs> it's fucking true. They do it. Like, Shit. I don't know anything about that. No this. one talks to them. Like, they're just completely... Interchangeable. Uh, well, they're a classic, like, solo position in a team sport. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my other one was just, yeah, if I'm a friend, why not? He'd have some good drugs, too. He'd have some, he'd have some party pills. <laughs> How do you think he got like that? <laughs> we saw the number of women that he was like. It's basically out schizophrenic. Eh? He's <laughs> what about what about the cheerleaders? Because oh, yeah, I, I, I was going to go one of the like, cheerleaders because the man they smash their piss back. Yeah, man. they look like they fucking party twenty four seven. Yeah, <laughs> except when the when the game turns when on. When the game's on, they're all fucking vomiting and like just got empties <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> just combing on the ground. But they know to party. What's your name, Stomach Punk Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool name. Sweet, let's party. And that moves us over to question number five. What is it there, Dory? What film would totally hook up with this film if it had the chance? Legally Blonde. Oh, we did le- you guys did Legally Blonde just recently, eh? <laughs> I did barely Legal Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of see it, but just... I mean, what? Why do I... Justify it. That's a, that's a film that takes itself way too seriously, and this is this film's just a big joke, and opposites attract. But they're not opposite. They're both pretty thick. <laughs> no, she's super smart. Don't you know? <laughs> she she could easily become a lawyer. <laughs> and then she'll need a bailout of everyone in this film because they're all losers that go to jail. <laughs> I went with kickboxer Van Damme. What? Ooh. But what's the connection here? Well, I was criticising the positioning of him in football, and I thought, where could you actually put this guy? Actually, needs to be like an MMA fighter. Like, when he sees, <laughs> yeah, when he sees yeah. red, he just fucking attacks. And he, he's got no skills, but that got got him through football. But I think it would work well in, like, I don't is it Kickboxer 2, when they have, like, the Mortal Kombat sort of death challenge tournament or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, just put him in there. Like, no one would fucking know what's coming. Makes sense. <laughs> just like, I just thought, like, you know, it's just. Yeah! Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Van Damme standing there all like fucking serious and shit, and Bobby's just sort of like got a. Bobby tick. does <laughs> get knocked out at one point, eh? And then you just give him his magic. Um, Alaskan water. Alaskan yeah, water. Yeah, it's always cold. Otherwise known as Asterix juice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Suddenly he can knock out all the Romans. Uh, I'm just going to go for something like equally shit. I'm just going to go for Juice Bigelow, Mayo Gigolo. That's a film that hasn't really aged very well, but you could totally imagine those two films just going at each other. Is he in that movie? He must be. He must be, eh? He must make I'm, a cameo, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he's a voice on a like answering machine or something like that. Yeah. Like he's not actually acting in the film, but he's, his voice is in it. But yeah, they're just like cut from the same cloth, you know? They'd just be a perfect match together. And that moves us over to question number six, which is Emily Higgins of the Tasteless Podcast. You guys know Emily. She was on that Legally Bond episode that Muchy was talking about that Muchy actually praised the hell out of. <laughs> yeah. Made Emily's day. We need more. We need more of those girls on the podcast. Yeah, okay. Wait, you. Keep going. Make this uncreepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you okay, taking your clothes Okay, okay. I, yeah. the, the one thing about that podcast was the girls just are too friendly to each other. They pretty much complimented themselves, uh, each other. <laughs> The whole time. They keep complimenting each other. Yeah, we need oh, to be yeah. like more mean to each other, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We need to be mean girls. Yeah, Machu. <laughs> Why can't they be more like oh, nah. <laughs> They were. They were incredibly complimentary to each other. It's like, do they it's like know, girls want to build other? each other up. Do they know each other? A little bit, yeah. yeah. But this is like the starting of a relationship. Yeah, the start of a very beautiful relationship. Yeah, girls aren't like guys. 
Enough just like wandering off the topic. What's your question there, Machu? Uh, question number six, which side character would make for the best spin-off movie? I want to see the adventures of Vicky fucking Valancourt. Ah, oh, that was my one. Of course it's your one. She's okay, like... Wait, wait, wait. Where are you going? Because I've, I've got... I've got one for Vicky as well. I want to know, where, where's your movie going? <laughs> uh, like, her going on a, like, a rampant crime spree over 24 hours? Because she's even saying to, like, Bobby, like, <laughs> say I was with you between the hours of three and five or whatever. I just want to see, like, a like a hangover style, like, Vicky Valancourt, maybe a couple of mates just, like, just out on the purse getting wasted, doing whatever the hell they want. Yep. That, sigh, that sigh from Dory was basically Sam reading out Dory's answer. <laughs> <laughs> My eyesight is very good there, Machi. <laughs> Go on, Machu. What's your one? Watch Vicky Valancourt as well. Yeah, I just thought Vicky Valentine um, does Dallas. <laughs> does, does America? I was about to say, <laughs> and she just goes on a big road trip, and we just follow her around as she rips off everybody and hooks up with losers. <laughs> she finds the biggest loser, and hey. Are you calling Bobby Boucher a giant loser? I think I'm calling the whole He's everyone. Worse than that, man. Everyone in this movie is a loser. There's yeah, not a winner. 100%. This is a yeah. movie about strictly losers. Uh, I thought Vicky Valancourt could go to NASCAR because she soups up uh, lawnmowers and Ooh. and fan boats, and I'm just imagining her going like making it into a pit crew and like winning NASCAR. Someone cuts her but off. She she fucks everyone all the way there. <laughs> <laughs> Someone but, cuts her off, and then she puts a knife to their throat, and then she sleeps. But with them. <laughs> I knew you guys were both going to go for Vicky, so I went for a different one. Ooh, I went for Coach Klein. Really? So, towards the end of this movie, he gets his mojo back and starts to be able to make plays again, which is his problem. <laughs> he has playbook stolen, yeah, and he loses his whole mojo and just can't do shit. Does he get a leather jacket and say, hey? So I'm imagining <laughs> him, after the water boy, he actually gets his skills back for calling plays. He goes from rock bottom and just steadily rises to the top of college football. And wait, I've got a title for it too. The Incline. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's the one you put your most effort into, eh? Yeah. That's Coach brilliant. Klein that on the incline. Coach Klein on the incline. The sequel, the decline. <laughs> he yes, takes out the New York Giants. <laughs> no, 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 no. We keep it college football. He takes out Bama. He takes out Clemson. He takes out Ohio State and wins. Nice, nice. Uh, that moves us over to another Patreon question. In fact, the last of our Patreon questions. This question comes courtesy of Dan Brennick of the Netflix and Swill podcast, podcast in which they just basically do everything Netflix-related from reviewing new movies, TV shows, trailers, you know, all that sort of stuff, news, whatever. They do it all. And what Dan would like to know is where would we have inserted blink one 2 song, All the Small Things, into this film? And for the first time, it would have been, like, relevant because this film and that song, I think, came out in the same year of 1998. Ah, wow. Yeah. I thought I reckon it'd be classic if, if in the scene. You reckon it'd be classic? Yeah, absolute classic. If classic. In, in, classic. That's the word you're using is classic. Classic, like um, like the, this film itself, up there with Needle Dick and all those classic quotes. Um, when when Vicky Valentine lifts up his shirt. Valancourt. Valentine. Val- when Vicky Valentine, I could no, Vicky Valancourt lifts up his shirt and then suddenly Trump the drunk and stupid. There's no way to go through life. <laughs> She lifts up her shirt and suddenly the song comes on, all the small things. I just want to use it for the montage of them winning games by very small scores. Yeah, just defensive touchdowns. <laughs> defensive yeah. touchdowns and safeties and all that sort of shit. Yep. They're winning games like 5-3 and stuff like that. Like They're not winning by a big margin, so it's all the small things. Yeah, I, I went with the montage as well. Not really montage, but when she does hot up his um, lawnmower and he takes off. Oh, yeah. Just as he sort of drives off into the sunset, I just thought it would have been a classic. Like, because I did think the errors were probably about the same. It could have been on there. Yeah, yeah. Enema yeah. of the State, was it? Yeah, Enema yeah, of the State. Yeah. There we go. Anywho, that moves us over to question number eight. What is it there, Machu? Question number eight. What item from this film would you want or not want to be? 
Have we all got the same answers? Probably not. I don't it's not think Bobby so. Boucher's sheets? No. <laughs> that, was, that was on the shortlist for I sure. I definitely want to be Bobby Boucher's <laughs> sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, nice and warm. It kept nice and warm at night anyway. <laughs> Good coloration. Good coloration. Yeah, yes. Good coloration. Good two tones. Yeah. You know, it was in the eight, in the nineties, <laughs> and he had the tie dye sheet thing going on. Exactly. <laughs> Happy culture making a comeback. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I don't want to be is Mama Boucher's dinner guest. <laughs> like the, fucking, the shit she serves up, man. Like, dude, could you imagine turning up and actually having a snake on the fucking platter and go like? <laughs> like, yeah. how the fuck do you eat this? But, like, but if I had to guess, it's, it's, it's the knee. I'm just like, you know, and even the squirrel uh, and shit. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Louisiana is pretty um, resourceful with, yeah, their, with yeah. their food <laughs> gathering. Yeah. But if you if you do ever turn up and eat a squirrel, a snake, and a croc, uh, alligator. You, I bet you'd be paying like two hundred dollars a plate. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, you probably would. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying it's not nice. Like it, it could well be good, but it would just be fucking awkward before you ate it. Going like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, Especially having to just sit there staring at I'm you. A, eh? Like I'm eating this. What the fuck? My friend's dad was in the army. One time we sat down and he and he served me up something that looked like a chicken, and he was like, "Boy, eat this." And I go, "What is it?" <laughs> It's not chicken. <laughs> and he said, eat it. And it was a swan. Oh. It was, <laughs> was it good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's actually really, um, really moist. It's like a real moist, uh, people hate that word, but real moist chicken. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> One more. Moist. Moist chicken. <laughs> moist chicken. Oh, we're with mouth guards. Anyone's mouth guards. <laughs> no one's even wearing them. No. They can't, you can't They're say your lines if you're wearing a mouth guard. Exactly. They can't speak anyway. It wouldn't make a difference. Fair enough. Fucking good. Cool. Uh, and that moves us up to question number nine. What is it there, Dory? Question number nine. What quote from this film would be the worst to hear straight after you've finished having sex? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I had that quote. And the other quote was the farmer friend going. <laughs> I, I, I always went with Father Fred as well because, like, if you heard him talking after you finished having sex, you'd be like, "Oh fuck, what have I done?" <laughs> I went with um. Yes, yes, uh, another first for me. Uh, I appreciate what you're showing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> My one that makes literally no sense, but I'm going to roll with it anyway, would be, excuse me, ladies, while I go hang myself. <laughs> hey, ladies, like plural. Exactly. Oh. Like implying that me and whoever I'm there with are ladies and... Yeah. I'm imagining you finally managed to fucking tee up a threesome. Yes. And they got naked and you blew your load. <laughs> <laughs> you went, oh, fuck. You, you really keep imagining this. that. You, I, you, I'd love to know that it's fucking rolling through your brains. Please keep imagining that. It's not a threesome. It must be And a you were there. Uh, and you were there. You all were there. <laughs> that's the one without a heart and that's the one without courage. <laughs> Pretty much. And the last one's the one without a brain. <laughs> that would be. I don't have a brain. I've just blown it in my pants. If you only had a brain. <laughs> That's enough of that. Let's move over to question number ten, which is uh, making a triumphant return, just like Dory. This is Stacey's favorite question. How would you guys have incorporated Nicholas Cage into this film? Uh, definitely as the opposition coach. Ooh. Um, as the, red. Yeah, red. The nemesis of the mud dogs, or. Of Coach Klein, 
I just think it'll be perfect Nick Cage. Limited speaking again. Yes. Just being an asshole. Yes. And just being sort of staunch. Like, Nicolas Cage can do staunch. Oh, he can. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's got. A, I thought it was Bobby Boucher's dad. Surely it's oh, you're dad. a dick. <laughs> oh, you're a Roberto. Dad. I'm Roberto. Damn it! Come and join the NFL, Bobby. Yeah. I'm your manager. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls his eyes up. I'm just trying to keep my eyes open as wide as possible. <laughs> Is that what you were going for as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I had something similar, but then I remembered that like Nicolas Cage in 1998 would have been Nicolas Cage in like Leaving Las Vegas. A couple of other like when's um, Face Off? Face Off was 98. Yeah, yeah. Face Off was 98. Connie was 98, and The Rock was 98. No he wonder- went from set to set to set of those. He was, he was three a busy films. man. He was a very busy man. So he's still like relatively young. So I would have put him in there as like the nemesis on the other winning team. Oh, the ginger guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Someone like that, like someone that they just literally. It's like they recruited another insane dude come and come and play for their team. They're like, okay, this worked for Bobby Boucher. We've got this guy. He's come out through the ranks. They're both insane, and then just had them clash in the finale, like a real true antagonist, like the dude that got powerbombed sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like even more than him, like it's like a subplot of like another extra five ten minutes to the movie where we actually see that they've done the same thing. Because you know how they start recruiting the um, Tailboy or something, they put him a wide receiver <laughs> and he gets split in half. <laughs> you know? That's good. That is good. Like if they had actually found like a Nicolas Cage that they'd brought in and he's like, okay, this guy's succeeding as well and giving him like a that tailbo- proper antagonist. That Tailboy made a fucking sick catch though before <laughs> he, he got split. He like ran a perfect slant, fucking took, yeah, yeah. caught the ball and then just got cut in half. Glue hands. Yeah, he was amazing. Uh, and yeah, that's the end of our, uh, that's the end of the questions that can be applied to any film. We move into our personal questions. Who's going to lead us off this week? Uh, that'll be me. Question number 11. What would you tell Bobby so he could visualize tackling someone? I struggled with this one a little bit, but I know one thing that really fucking infuriates my missus and she almost (laughs) goes Bobby Boucher on me. Is it you? Uh, It's leaving the tap on when I'm fucking brushing my teeth. (laughs) So I wet the toothpaste and then leave the water going. And this would be water sacrilege to Bobby Boucher. (laughs) Like wasting water is fucking up there with like the worst things you could do. And and apparently my missus as well. So when I leave the tap going, she just fucking comes storming out of the fucking lounge. She can hear it still going. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Water's going. And she's just like, well, push me out of the way and turn the tap off and not say anything. Just give me the look. You know, yeah. you know the look. <laughs> that I would infuriate Bobby. I, I fucking leave. The so your missus is Canadian, but maybe like ancestors are from like New Orleans, maybe like, <laughs> yeah. Louisiana, like, potentially, potentially. Maybe migrated north, maybe. Yeah, uh, I think the like, like what would your answer be? You just got to give him shit about his mum, really, don't you? Yeah, something, something basically that will trigger him off. Um, question number twelve. This film is just got a. It's full of losers. Like every every person in this film is a loser. But who is the biggest loser? We mentioned him, well, I mentioned him before. It's Clint Howard. It's the guy that's like, bet you 50 bucks that they score a touchdown on the next play. Or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or he's like, you said touchdown, you crazy asshole. He, he threw an intercept. Yeah, for, <laughs> bam, you owe me 50 bucks. <laughs> like that guy. In the fucking, he's the best tackler I've seen since Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana was a quarterback, a crazy asshole. <laughs> I said Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> That dude, yeah. and he's like at the end, like you know, I'm not what you call a handsome man, and then just goes for his straight boob. He's a winner, but he, he gets a bit of boob. He's yeah. the only one that gets a bit of boob. Yeah, he gets fucking slapped off him. Yeah, he got a bit of boob though. Uh, only Farmer Fran with that girl jumping on top of his back gets a little bit more action than he does. Oh, uh, yeah, good. Let's not talk about it. <laughs>
<laughs> what about you, Dory? Who you uh, I went with the quarterback. He's your classic casted quarterback, like pretty boy, douche. But even when the team start winning, he's an asshole to Bobby. Like, yeah. The whole time. And it's not till right at the end where he's like, if someone should be leading your team to victory, it should be your quarterback. Not your fucking middle linebacker. Like, and he's, he's playing there. out of position. Yeah. yeah, he's playing out of position. But like, he's such a douche the whole time. And he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he absolutely sucks. He's a sucky human. Is like, he like the you say, like they're winning seven to fucking three. What over there? It's like five three. It's like they've kicked a field goal and got a safety. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Even at yeah. halftime in the final where he's wishing Bobby Boucher's there, he's still being an arsehole. He's like, Remember that time where Bobby scored that touchdown and ran the whole field with his bare ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. a dick. And that like, was that was his olive branch handing at the end, like, oh, you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even even so, like, yeah, sure, he scores the like final touchdown. Like he catches and scores the final touchdown. But Bobby but, like, threw it. Yeah, Bobby threw it. Like the coach had so little faith in you to make the fucking clutch play <laughs> that they had you run up the they field. Send you on a wildcat to go, yeah, yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Which sort of goes back to my original point of they should they should never have won this game. This is fucking bullshit. I mean, first of all, one of their players is bloody power bombing people in the field. He should be fucking sent <laughs> off. <laughs> hey, it happens all the time, according to uh, <laughs> Mister American Football Expert. Yeah, they here. get yeah. blown out on the field all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> all right. Question number thirteen. Vicky Valentine is a bit of a scoundrel. She bit she's, of a <laughs> she's a thief. Um, she's uh, she's yeah. violent. But somehow she manages to get the whole town to come out to talk to Bobby. How does she do it? Have you guys seen The Craft? <laughs> yes, She's I in have. that as well. Yeah, yeah. Crossover episode, man. She's yeah. a witch, bro. She's a witch. And even like Mama knows. She's like, that girl is the devil. You know, she's a she witch. She really is the devil. She is the devil. She's got witchcraft powers, man. Witchcraft powers. She made a, um, she made toys of all the of all the town and then forced them to come out and out of their homes to say, come and play foosball, Bobby. Exactly. <laughs> That's her. She's a uh, master manipulator. Yeah, I went with another tool of the devil. Um, it's not really actually covered in this movie, but the real life version of this community, she would have used crack. <laughs> exactly what she would have yes, used. Yes. She would have said, I'll give you a point bag of crack if you come out to this fucking. She's definitely got a like, bag of crack. She's definitely hey. got crack. You know she's All got of them crack. have got crack. And if you promise them crack to fucking come out to this thing, they would all fucking be there. Even even when LT says to those young kids, remember kids, don't smoke crack. You can hear the resignation in his voice. You guys are totally going to fucking smoke crack one day. Yeah, <laughs> Rob Schneider's smokes crack. Rob Schneider's on crack the most days. Like get them, get your mama out of bed, <laughs> wake her ass up. <laughs> you can do it. Give me the light bulbs out of you your can do room. It. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Jesus, stay uh, off the crack. Crack. Get it, makes sense. Yeah, crack. it would be the currency in the community. Crack craft. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Anywho, that moves over to Dory's questions. What do you got there, Dory? Okay. My first question is if you had to make it as a professional athlete at your current age and physical condition, <laughs> which both of you are fucking specimens, <laughs> um, <laughs> what sport would give you the best chance of success? 100 meter sprints. No, no. Um, darts. darts? I could do, oh, yeah. Oh, look at you. <laughs> My guts, I was about my, to, my guts getting bigger, and I just need to get it a little bit bigger. Then I can rest my elbow right on my gut, and then I'll be a great darts player. Yeah, but your shakes from the lack of crack. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to do more crack. Okay. Go see Vicky Valentine before each each um, round. I was actually going to preface this and say I reckon that Muchy's got a couple of answers, and depending on how drunk he is, is how physically fit he's going to fucking think he is. <laughs> 
I'm surprised yours is an arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, he's a big cheat at arm wrestling. <laughs> I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm biggest cheat. I've, I've s- given this a go before, and I'd like keep like no, 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 come closer, closer, yeah. like, closer, closer. Where you're reached out right across the table, and he's got his <laughs> yeah, arm yeah, like yeah. basically under his chin. If you've ever seen the movie Over the Top was Sylvester Stallone, well, it's nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I start about an inch off the ground, and then uh, with. And my rules is you can I can use two hands and I can have my elbows off the table and there's a legitimate winning styles. I can put my foot on my hand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like the biggest cheat. Like every time he gets drunk at two yeah. in the morning, he starts challenging people to arm wrestle. Yeah, that's that's the best part was the night that when I only had like what three or four beers, and then you came up to me like, have an arm wrestle, and I used all of his skills against him. As soon as the arm was on the table, I just slammed it. Just fucking came in and slammed it. He's like, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. For a fucking tantrum at me in the middle of a pub. Got us kicked out. <laughs> and then you started trying to arm wrestle the bouncer. Yeah. Yeah, let's be honest. I, 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 I be, I, I'm pretty much already the greatest arm wrestler of all time. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm the same with you. My physical prowess is long left. I can. Oh, no, no, I'd say I'm in peak physical condition for an overweight 55 year old. So, I mean, what would an overweight 55 year old be really good at? Gymnastics. Pool. Pool. Gymnastics. Ah, <laughs> You've taken one of the fat man sports, so I'm going to take the other one. I'm going to go with pool. Definitely oh, go with pool. Well done. Could have gone with lawn bowls. Oh, shit. That's a good one. That's got some pretty fit. There's a lot of walking. You know, we're still young enough that we could peak out at lawn bowls by 50. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's do it. Let's start the. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Most guys don't get into lawn bowls till they're like 80. And then by the time they're 85, all their knees are gone anyway, and they can't yeah. do it anymore. It's an outdoor sport, and I need air conditioning. I need to be inside with there's, beers. There's indoor. Beers. There is indoor. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, indoor. There is indoor. Yeah, let's do that. Indoor bowls. Because there was, a, <laughs> didn't some dude make it to the Olympics and win a gold when he was like 35? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you do it young, you'll win. It's, it's like, like getting practicing. Some now, of those yeah. people like can't even see the fucking jack down the other end of the court like they're so old. <laughs> like, and they wear those crazy glasses that are all black uh, except for that stripe down the middle, like oh a the transitionals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hard <laughs> out, hard yeah. out. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Okay, so my next question: Bobby Boucher is big fan of wrestling, specifically Captain Insano, aka the Giant. Um, you guys look like you would have loved wrestling. Like, oh. I'm not judging you or anything, but you look like losers. Um, <laughs> so, back in the day, when you used to get fucking WCW on a Friday night at like 11 o'clock at night, and you used to stay up and watch it, who was your favorite wrestler? Now, be honest, Machu. You know it was yeah, hockey Be honest. Don't, don't go someone <laughs> abstract. Who was your actual favorite? It was Disco like, Inferno. When my you name, went to school. My name is Machu, the, the wrestler... That I was always called was Macho, the Macho Man. Macho Man. And Macho he, how, good, how good was he? He was the only wrestler with a girlfriend, and she was hot. Miss Elizabeth, until he hooked up with Sensational Sherry, and ah, oh, <laughs> some dark times in my life yeah. when um when Macho Man turned bad, and I have to turn up to school, the bad guy. Oh. And then and then I couldn't, yeah. But then I came back a hero again. Good, good. <laughs> Look at the amount of thought you put into this. That's so good. cute. Macho Man, Macho Man forever. Randy Savage, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, Sam. As a as a younger fella, it was always Ultimate Warrior back in the WWF days. It was NWO for life, boy. Yeah, it was Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. They were my favorites. Hey yo, hey yo! I'm wearing a toothpick in my mouth for no fucking reason. Big sexy and Razor Ramon. Yeah, you got it. You got it. I never watched wrestling. Fucking <laughs> okay, sure, sure, bro, sure. You knew exactly what time it was on. You knew what the channel was. No, my sure. mates were my mates were into it, and I just uh, 
had to just keep up the chat. So. <laughs> okay, third question. Is this movie inspirational or is it mocking the special needs community? I, I actually think that no one in this film has got special needs. Well, yeah, they do. Oh, a, speci- a special need for crack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not they're not born that way. They just take a lot of crack. That's all. I mean, Bobby Boucher is made out to have a lot of like obviously like mental disabilities yeah. in a way. But even then, it's just like, is it just excess mothering, a lack of confidence? Like he passes his high school equivalency test. Well, he's, yeah, definitely, yeah. he's definitely got a stutter. Like yeah, that's, he's, he's got a stutter. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so that's a disability of sorts. Yeah. When you have taken a bag of crack, Sam, two days later, can you can you speak without stuttering? I don't know if I can speak after that. <laughs> and, and it is I'd be also, a fucking corpse, wouldn't I? It is also implied that his um, deficiencies are genetic. When you meet his dad, it do, yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do find it really interesting that in 1993, the football film Rudy came out, in which a character who has dyslexia and has like learning disabilities, you know, like that becomes a focal of a sports team. Uh, and then a year later, Forrest Gump. A guy that also has like uh, definite, disabilities, definite disabilities, yeah. becomes an all-American state player or whatever. It's, I don't know. It's just, it's bizarre that it seems to be this like because that's ninety three, ninety four, and then ninety eight that we've got three different films in which somebody with like a learning disability or is basically impairments. Yeah, is basically becoming like the best player on their sports team. What it's is Bobby Boucher's impairment? He can't. He's got a stutter. Yeah, but it's also sort of hinted that he's. He's pretty thick. Something, like just yeah. the fact that he believes his mum, you know, the tooth <laughs> toothbrush and the alligator. Like <laughs> he, he's either extremely sheltered or there's definitely something wrong there. Yeah, I mean, in today's world, would we see this film get made? No, I don't think you would. I don't, I don't think, think, you, think would you would either. either. Like it's just, um, but it is positive. Like yeah, yeah, it is. It is everyone. It's a rags to riches. You know, and everyone writes this guy off, and he does succeed. Like it. It is. There is a potential to see this as inspirational. Yeah. Anywho, that takes us to my set of questions. First question, guys. Okay, Vicky Valancourt, yay or nay? Like, if you were Bobby Boucher, she's throwing herself at you. I don't know. Like, would you? Yes. Yeah, no. She's a she's a triple threat. She's um. Oh, she's a triple threat, all right. She's a triple threat. <laughs> she might she, fuck you. She might kill you. Yeah, might yeah. stab you. Might steal your Who car. Who knows? So exciting! Yeah. Uh, I love I love a hint of danger. You love a, you love a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I was Bobby Boucher, fuck, like, of course you would. You'd take anything you could get. Like and <laughs> he he got better offers as Machu alluded to uh, earlier. Definitely got better offers. That, so that, that was going to be my counterpoint. Like, surely you'd go for that other girl. Oh, you'd I'd, go for all. Like, you'd get lots of. As soon as you're a celebrity. You'd go for anyone, but it's true. He's just got such good morals that Vicky's the love of his life. But it's an and and, right? You, it's a you don't just. But she's not bad. Like, <laughs> you don't reckon? I find her insanely scary. It's those eyes, it's those eyes of her, man. She's not hot. Like she's not Hollywood hot. No, like if you met her in real life, she'd pro- you'd probably think she's hot. Like, yeah, absolutely. You wouldn't say no. I'm going to have to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you just you'd be thinking the whole time she's building a doll of you and she's stabbing you and. In random places of your body, but hey, yeah, you still would, you still would, absolutely. Okay, that moves me over to my next question. So in this film, Bobby Boucher gets found out to be a fraud, and that he hasn't actually finished high school, and that Coach Klein has fraudulently created some high school documents for him. I don't know from you guys, if you guys tomorrow had to sit like school C or whatever the hell we call it nowadays. You mean university entrance exams? A university entrance exam, a high school equivalency test. How 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 do you guys reckon you'd do? I've actually. 
turn up to exams without studying at all and pass. I'm talking about now, <laughs> right now. Oh, tomorrow, they're school. like, okay, you yeah, need to go like, do a high school test tomorrow. Unit standards, middle work. <laughs> much it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it depends well, on, too, but the middle on courses you pick, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Make an ashtray out of this ashtray. <laughs> I turned a Coke can into an ashtray. Yay! Exactly. I, I reckon I'd, I'd pass. I'll be, I'll be sweet ears. I, I know. So you remember algebra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know A plus B equals C. I'm trying to remember all the generic <laughs> shit that we had to do at school. You remember all of Shakespeare's plays? Yeah, um, Donatello, Michelangelo, <laughs> Leonardo, <laughs> Shredder, Krang. Krang, <laughs> Krang. <laughs> I'd be sweet as, as you can tell. What about you, Dory? How do you reckon you'd do if you had to set your high school equivalents? Well, I have only just recently finished uh, my tertiary education. Yes. So I am quite versed at the moment in, in studying. Um, definitely touched up on my algebra with that one. Um, so I think I'd go I think I'd pass I'd, okay. It'd be a C's get degrees type Here we go type effort. It, yeah. Here's a question You've got three seconds to answer Wait, it This is like the chase Fuck yeah let's go I'm excited What is 11 times 9 Go One, <laughs> two, three. It's 99 <laughs> That's not It's not It's not 11 times 9 It's not 99 Oh no, Dory! You need to go back to tertiary. Okay, I mean, okay, Mr. Oh, no. oh no, Shakespeare. Name five of Shakespeare's plays: uh, Romeo and Juliet. That's two. <laughs> Macbeth, Othello. Uh, That's three. Midnight Summer Dream. Yeah. Come on, there's lots more. Uh, number five. Come on. <laughs> I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. Hamlet would be another Hamlet. real good oh, one to go, go with. Anyway, how is your sex life? Hamlet, thanks, thanks for thanks, ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> that was more than three seconds there, Machu. You, you fail. Okay, that moves me on to my final question. Uh, which one of the players and which one of the country bumpkins do you guys reckon are probably in jail together right now? Uh, I think they're all in jail right now. <laughs> I just I looked at Correct. this and I, I tried to isolate one. And I was like, no, nah, they all got done for crack after fucking Vicky Valancourt gave them all some. And yeah, no, nah, they're all washed up. Like, Yeah. I had uh, mum and son. <laughs> well, why did mum go to jail? <laughs> well, Maybe assaulting a stranger in the street outside of a wedding. One assaulted Colonel Sanders. The other one oh, assaulted. Right. <laughs> the assault runs in that family. Jeez, they've got anger problems. They absolutely do. And that moves us down to our final question, which was a listener question that we threw out there to you guys, our dear listeners, to answer for us. And yeah, we kept it simple this week. We basically just said, what are your top three Adam Sandler films? And Dory, why don't you give us your two? Um, I had to Google Adam Sandler films and because I couldn't, like, I was like, ah, oh, there's some good ones. Like, Is there? Yeah, well, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, I went with Happy Gilmore. Yeah, it's good. I think it's going to be universally in everyone's top three. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I went with The Wedding Singer at number two. I don't think that'll be in anyone's top three, but I liked it. Close. Yeah, yeah it was good. And It'll be my I, top five, yeah. Waterboy, number three. Really? Yeah. Just for, um, it just makes me, takes me back, you know, just a bit of reminiscing. Yeah. Definitely a low bar to climb. Well, much you Google's Adam Sandler films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to put it, put this in any order, but... um. Uh, don't mess with the Zohan. Hey, what the fuck? I love that, that film. movie. Sucks. That, 
What's that you forgot all? <laughs> You're quoting lines at me like I'm going to remember anything from that film except for the fact that it's absolute balls. That's awesome. I, lo- I actually enjoy that. I, lo- I like silly jokes. And Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore, and Waterboy. So there's that Happy Gilmore twice. Is that what? No, no, no. No Billy Madison yet. I like this. Yeah, no Billy Madison. I am going to go with Happy Gilmore is definitely number one. Uh, Punch Drunk Love. Oh, one of his more serious films. Quite enjoyed that. I uh, have not watched it since I saw it the first time, but I remember being like, "Yeah, this is pretty good." Top he's, three. He's actually top yeah, three. <laughs> he's acting in it. And my top three, my third one would be Waterboy. Waterboy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. What a, a better question would have been: What's the worst three movies? Okay, let's yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. Easily. Yeah, Jack haven't and Jill. seen it. Um, I'm gonna be Click. unpopular. And go with, um, uh, what was the recent one on Netflix? Oh, um, Uncut Gems. Yeah, I'm un- with you. Uncut Gems. Ridiculous I six. Uncut Gems. Murder uh, Mystery. Have you seen that one? Uh, little yeah, seen little Nicky Mystery. and Big Daddy are up there for me. Oh, really? Sam yeah. likes Little Nicky. I kind of like Little Nicky. Oh, I know right. everyone hated it, but I, I don't know. Maybe it was a. Yeah. Actually, the, the very worst movie is The Week Of. You probably never heard of it. No, I have. Don't even watch Rock it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Week Of. Is... Oh, what about fucking Grown Ups 2? <laughs> Uh, I didn't see that. <laughs> it's horrendous. Uh, now that we've shat all over all of our listeners' answers, <laughs> let's just run through them. Uh, Steve from Everything I Learned from Movies Podcast, another awesome podcast that you guys should all check out. I will be on the upcoming episode of Mum and Dad coming out in a couple of months, and we're going to have Steve and his lovely partner on to do an episode of our show as well. Uh, he went with Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and Waterboy. Emily Higgins from the Tastes Podcast said, Number one, no question is the wedding singer. Oof. Number two is Fifty First Dates. Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Uh, Emily just said that she's going to use her third pick to say that the worst film of all time is Uncut Gems. Barf. Yeah. See, me and M Higgs always on the same page. We need to get you on a podcast together. I know. I yeah. know. I feel like we know each other so I, well, I'm but easy. she. It's only because I look at her Facebook page all the time. Yeah, exactly. Follow her Instagram and. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I should really not let you log into my Facebook sometimes. Uh, anyway, uh, Megan went with What About Big Daddy? She would have gotten with that as well as Wedding Singer and Just Go With It. Netflix and Swirl went with Happy Gilmore, The Mayowitz Stories and The Waterboy. Contrarians went with number three, Mr. Deeds, purely for ride or die factor, Julio. Uh, number two, The Mayowitz Stories and number one is Punch Truck Love, of course. Liz, who's been on a couple of episodes, went with The Wedding Singer, Fifty First Dates and The Waterboy. Cinema Guys, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and The Wedding Singer. LJ Human, hey Luke, he went with Spanglish, The Wedding Singer, and Uncut Gems. Spanglish? Spanglish, yeah. Not a film I've seen. (laughs) Paul from the Countdown Podcast went with Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, dot, dot, dot. Nope, I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hendo from the Movie Journey Podcast, another awesome podcast you guys should all be checking out. Uh, Number one, Uncut Gems. Number two, Happy Gilmore. Number three, The Wedding Singer. Two peas on a podcast. Uh, Gerald from that show went with Uncut Gems, Wedding Singer, and Big Daddy. Two peas on a pod. I'm going to be guesting on one of the episodes coming up soon as well. I get around. Uh, Mitch from Geek Leak Media went with Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, and The Longest Yard. Yeah. First mention. First mention. Yeah, yeah. Longest Yard, boys. Woo. Renegade went with number three, Just Go Of It. Number two, Happy Gilmore. Number one, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Renegade, doubling down. Eleni Silvermist went with Big Daddy, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Chris went with The Wedding Singer, Happy Gilmore, and Fifty First Dates. Uh, Dan Nicholson from Shaken Not Nerd went with Funny People, Happy Gilmore, number one, Uncut Gems. Uh, Brad from the Fader Eisen podcast. Brad was on recently to do Wizard of Oz. Brad went with 51st Dates, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. And he also said special mention to Grown Ups too. And he said he froze it out there just to piss people off. So good on you, Brad. Can I throw a random one out there? Do you know he was in Coneheads? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. 
I don't know what part he played. We actually talked about that on Blues Brothers. Yeah, you got yeah. abused for being a conehead, didn't you? Oh, just the was, hate, the was hatred more of a towards mushroom uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. He uh, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been a big fan of his either. Yo, macho man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd give big him, problems with Dan Aykroyd. I'd give him an elbow off the top ropes. <laughs> oh, fuck, no. uh, Andre Souza went with the Maywood oh. stories, Punch Rock Live and I'd Get Gems. Be the Solution went with Grown Ups, Hotel Transylvania. Is yeah, it? he's the voice. He's in all of them. Oh, of course. Uh, and Wedding Singer and Jake and Tom Conquered the World went with Billy Madison Uncut Gems Punch Rock Love Pee Pee Poo Poo Pee Pee Poo Poo they win for best name <laughs> they, they win best name easily went with Little Nicky Clicked Spanglish definitely didn't win on the picks nah. Podcast HQ Billy Madison The Waterboy Wedding Singer Shh Okay oh, I will shush went with Click The Wedding Singer and 51st Dates JB who went with Happy Girl More Uncut Gems and Funny People and finally Nick from the Epic Film Guys said there is no other answer it is just The Waterboy well done Nick sorry Nick and yeah that takes us down to the end anything you guys would like to add about this film anything you feel like we've missed uh, we've covered it all. We've actually gone way more into depth than I think even the fucking script writers went into. <laughs> There's one particular scene. Adam Sandler was one of the writers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's one particular scene where the mum's just dancing crazily for no good reason and it just fucks with my head. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is she doing? Is she like, trying who? to do it for you? Yeah, yeah, she does. It's it's an interesting get up with that, um, with that big tall hat she wears and the yeah. blue... The blue jacket. So you got a thing for Kathy Bates, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> She's not too bad. You'd go there. You'd go there. We should have done Kathy Again. Bates. <laughs> You'd be lucky to go there twice, Sam. You'd She's be an lucky winner. to go of there twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing I want to add, and me and Dory were talking about this before the podcast, is. Holy shit, how old are the players on these teams? You know what I mean? These are like dudes in their 30s and stuff. They're yeah. supposed to be college football players. <laughs> and, and to be excelling at 30. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people, even if they are good, are on the decline at 31 when Bobby's just absolutely peaking out of his skin. Yeah. The, Bobby's getting offered an NFL contract at 31 years old. They yeah. describe yeah. you as a player with so much time on the ball because you're just that slow. <laughs> yeah. Did you hey. actually notice that in the editing? <laughs> when they actually had him running sometimes. He was so slow at running. <laughs> and then when they had like the stunt doubles going, like he's blitzing away from everyone. And then they cut back to him and you actually look at his running pace compared to the people that are chasing him. And he's like really fucking like laboured. <laughs> I think all three of us could beat Adam Sandler. In a foot at, race? In a foot race, yeah. Adam Sandler then? Or Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler now? No, Adam Sandler then. Yeah. Do you reckon you'd run over Adam Sandler? I can I can fucking smash him. <laughs> yeah. he, he's a tough guy in a lot of movies. But he's hanging out with Rob Schneider. And David Spade, you know, these are small men. He's, of course, he's going to look big by comparison. <laughs> yeah. Even Kevin James looks like he's about much his height. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I think that about covers it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Muchu, for coming back and doing three weeks in a row. Well done. Yeah. Thank you, Dory, for making a triumph return. Woo! Yes. Oh, it's so yeah. good to have you back on the podcast. I am going to message Emily Higgins straight after this and see which movie she wants to do. Okay, and we can do it together. Yeah, you guys can do, do it together. Do you have to be there? No, I can just hold the camera. Okay, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> can I be the fluffer? <laughs> Why am I not surprised, though? Why am I not surprised? Yeah, upcoming episode next week. Uh, at the time this comes out, I am guesting on an episode of the Countdown Podcast in which I am doing the top 10 New Zealand films of all time. I hope Is there 10? I, I, hope you've got, yeah, I, I hope you've got Utu at number one. I, all I can say is like it's going to be interesting because me and Paul and Wayne from the Countdown Podcast, it'll be interesting to see which order we have the ten movies in. Yeah, you know? exactly. 
If Australia's in the top 10, back in hell, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as a result of guesting on their episode, I will be doing an episode with them in which we're doing our final June throwback episode. So we are going to be doing Total Recall. Ha-ha. Oh, man. Yeah. Looking forward but to it. If you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook at Movie Reviews and 20Qs. You can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In. And you can find us on email at MRI. T- at, uh, and you can find us on email at MRITQS at gmail.com. That's thanks for me. Ciao, ciao. See you guys. Exactly the same as what I said. <laughs> what you said is going to get deleted from this entire podcast. <laughs> So yeah, this film, Ricky Bobby, Ricky Bobby, it's from fucking <laughs> Ricky <Daladega> Bobby. <laughs> English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Hey, you're not allowed to use this shit. <laughs>